0: Welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about
1: books. This is Lauren. Lynn. I'm Lee.
0: It's Marie.
1: And this is Joe. Hi, everyone. Great to see my favorite book club friends on my computer screen. (laughs) 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 When, when this comes out, it will be old news, but we are all coming off of an election high right now. So happy we're six days in knowing that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the new president and vice president elect for January, 2021. So excited. So, so thrilled happy. so relieved,
2: trying, so relieved <laughs> trying to ignore the fact that um, someone has not conceded the election <laughs> and that <laughs> an entire party is complicit behind him almost, but it's not going to sour my serotonin, that's for sure, <laughs> okay? I'm not going to let it. <laughs> no. We've I, worked
1: too hard. <laughs> I was interested to hear that. Apparently, our governor, Republican Mike Mm, DeWine, did refer to Joe Biden as the new president-elect. So I'm here for that. I'll Mm -hmm. take it.
3: Yeah.
2: He's had some high points and he's had some low points. (laughs) Very true. I'm
1: here for this, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm drinking, finally, this wine that Lee gave me months ago from the Finger Lakes. I never opened it. I just—it's the homework sweet rosé. Oh, it's oh. not from the Finger Lakes. Oh. It's from um, it's from Michigan. Just kidding, not the Finger Lakes. <laughs> from Michigan. <laughs> I was from like, Michigan. another <laughs> the Finger Lakes in like three years? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting confused with who because I did have a wine. It must have been from Joe from the Finger Lakes that I literally just drank like not that long ago. It's <laughs> so that I thought nice. that was from the Finger Lakes too just kidding this is not from the finger lakes it's very very delicious and i was saving it because i knew i was gonna really like it i don't know why i just like save the wines that i think are gonna be really good and i do that like, too, right
3: side so note i haven't drank my homework wine yet either lynn so you're not alone
1: <laughs> i'm so saving good. mine <laughs> it's so good i it's a good like sweet rose i feel like is my favorite i've learned i just love sweet rose and <laughs> It's a nice treat for book club and feeling good about being a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all drinking? I have
2: another wine from Michigan. So if you follow along on our Instagram, if you don't, what are you doing? Please follow us. It's from Leelanau Cellars. They're like the very northern tip of Michigan and they sell them at Myers. And this one is their winter white peach chill white table wine, it's called. And I haven't had it before, but I was running out of wine, <laughs> so <laughs> I
1: opened this up tonight. It's really good. We definitely were in Leelanau <gasps> when I went to Michigan this summer. Did you go there? Because that's, like, where we got the homework wine. Oh! I think. Because we, we were in Traverse City, and then we went to the Upper Peninsula. Yeah. But I think it was Traverse City, which is in Leelanau County. Yeah, it says Traverse City on the bottle. Huh. Peninsula yeah. Cellars. I would highly recommend going there. Like, we didn't stay in Traverse City. We stayed near Sleeping Bear Dunes, which is like a half hour from there. But it's like a very cool area. I would highly recommend.
2: Nice. So you didn't actually go to Now Cellars, though, right? Is that- I
1: don't think so. We did go to some wineries, though. And I don't remember if we went to that one or not but I was definitely like at least near there
0: so I when I got mine at Giant Eagle and I was going to the store really just looking for one with a pretty label that was really my only objective I feel that Uh, (laughs) and mainly I feel like I was trying to find a cute wine to take a picture of for Instagram I also
4: feel that
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i got this one it's it's called um, oh yeah we've heard that. Yeah. that before yeah
2: book club before yeah so i, I,
0: I re- we really liked this one it's got a pretty label so i figured why not pair it with this book present one of mm-hmm. our old book reads and yeah. i thought it was like the same exact
1: color so yeah, Is that wine matches. called
2: ha- House? Is that what it's yeah. House Riesling? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
3: Um, it's very
2: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking the
3: Winking Owl Sangria. Winking oh. Owl, Aldi from Aldi? Yeah, from for Aldi. Zen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, from Aldi. <laughs> yes.
2: Um,
3: good? Yeah, it's really good. I don't mind yeah. for being, like, very cheap. It's, it's like $4. It's so good.
2: <laughs> Wasn't I drinking that sangria, like, Two episodes or three episodes
1: yeah. ago, I think. I think so. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so I'm I'm enjoying it. It's delicious. So I'm drinking New Age because apparently that's like all I drink now. <laughs> <laughs> we did already have an open bottle, so I felt like I needed to finish it before I opened a new bottle. But mm. it tastes just as good as it always does. Yeah, if it's I not like broken, that
2: one. Yeah.
1: don't
2: fix it. Amen. Very true. <laughs>
1: So this time our book genre was Lynn's pick. It was spooky books for spooky season. <laughs> we were reading during October and a little bit into November too. And the book was Lauren's pick, which yes, was The Whisper Man by Alex North.
3: Okay, so I'm going to give you just a quick recap of the book just in case you forget <laughs> or you haven't read it yet. <laughs> After the sudden death of his wife, Tom Kennedy believes a fresh start will help him and his young son Jake heal. A new beginning, a new house, a new town, Featherbank. But the town has a dark past. Twenty years ago, a serial killer abducted and murdered five residents. Until Frank Carter was finally caught, he was nicknamed the Whisper Man, for he would lure his victims out by whispering at their windows at night. Just as Tom and Jake settle into their new home, a young boy vanishes. His disappearance bears an unnerving resemblance to Frank Carter's crimes, reigniting old rumors that he prayed with an accomplice. Now, detectives Amanda Beck and Pete Willis must find the boy before it is too late, even if that means Pete has to revisit his great foe in prison, the Whisper Man. And then Jake begins acting strangely. He hears a whispering at his window. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <Spooky>. So, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you have not read The Whisper Man yet or don't want to hear spoilers, stop now because you might find out something you don't want to know.
0: Okay, so our ratings, we have a 4.06 star rating. There are 72,567 ratings with 9,739 reviews.
2: Wow! So, I didn't realize there were that many ratings.
0: I didn't realize that either. Like that seems like a lot, right? It's pretty wow. new, yeah.
1: isn't it? It's like a twenty nineteen book, I think. Yeah, two thousand nineteen. Wow. Wow. I wonder if it's popular in the UK because mm-hmm. in a lot of the reviews, I saw people saying that like they'd heard all this buzz about the book. So I'm wondering if mm. it's like more popular there than here.
2: That's possible.
1: That could be. So I have a five star review from Holly she says creepy vibes with a bit of local folklore this book was much more than i expected in a good way stellar writing and plotting with a darkness that slowly creeps its way into the heart of the tale tom is a doting father and after the untimely death of his wife he wants to start he wants a new start with his son jake couldn't a new town bring a new beginning they both need to heal. He chooses the town of Featherbank. It sounds so comforting and warm. How could he have known? <laughs> the house is old. It has a history. Something unnerving. But Jake was entranced. This was a captivating and creepy tale. There's a mystery, a past crime, an investigation, a loving father-son relationship, and a bit of a sixth sense feel. Can you hear the whispers?
4: Whispers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to read a one-star review from Goodreads. Um, this is from Olivia, and she says, This book is nothing special whatsoever. The premise seemed very interesting to me, and The whisper Man had the potential to be a very scary book, but in the end, it just fell flat for me. There were moments in the first half that were creepy and promising, but then, as the story progressed, it lost all the scary vibes that were keeping me interested and just became very po- boring and repetitive. The characters weren't engaging at all, and I didn't like some choices the author made. For example, Tom's perspective is told in first person, and everybody else's is in third person limited, and I just found that to be very jarring. This book was more focused on the family dynamics between father and son than on the murder and kidnapping mystery, and so it isn't full of interesting plot twists and reveals, and it doesn't have a great and intriguing villain. If I'd gone into this book not expecting all of those things, I might have liked it a bit better.
1: I mean, jarring isn't necessarily the word I would use for like one character being in first person and the rest being in third person. Can I just say <laughs> I didn't even
2: realize that that was happening?
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't either.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. I actually me. did notice it. It didn't like detract from the story that much, but there was like one time we got into a new chapter, and I was like a little bit confused because I was expecting it to. Continue being first person like it was in the previous one but like mm-hmm. i caught on pretty quickly and like it yeah. didn't really bother me that much Right. yeah
3: <laughs> i feel like that might be more confusing if you were listening to this book than reading it true
1: that's true yeah
3: because i didn't think it was Hard to deal with at all, but if mm-hmm. I was listening to it, I might have been confused. I
0: don't know. I was right. switching between both. Oh, <laughs> of course, <her>. shocking! <laughs> <the master. laughs>
1: well, I was looking up the author just to see like what I could find on him, and mm-hmm. from what I Googled, it seems as though it might be a pseudonym. He oh, apparently, really? it oh. says that he like it gives information about him like you know he lives in Leeds England with his wife and son and is a British crime writer but he previously published a different book under another name so yeah, there's like speculation that, that he like it's an anonymous name or hmm. yeah so i don't really know
0: that's weird what that, that he means. published more than one book and it's using two different names, because you would think that he would want the one name to have a listing of books, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't Unless like, could
3: he be, like, really famous and right. trying to hide who he is or something?
1: That was the only thing I could think of that would be, like, why you would do that, I guess. But I couldn't really right. find a ton of information on it when I was looking it up. Wow, so. that's interesting. Yeah. Ooh kind of spooky
4: (laughs) (laughs) spooky spooky.
1: Spooky Halloween
2: my favorite murder thing (laughs) I know that's why I kept saying it it made me think of that
1: (laughs) well I mean I was like super spooked when I was reading this book especially especially the beginning like the first I don't know third of it mm-hmm and yeah especially when I first started it was like anytime I heard a noise I'd be like oh my god what was that and like I was reading it at night which was probably mm-hmm. a poor choice like on weeknights before I was going to bed mm-hmm. and like when I was going upstairs and it was dark I was like you know rushing to turn the lights on and <laughs> <laughs> So it was definitely, it definitely delivered on the spooky vibes for me.
0: Not going to lie, one night when I came home, I ran from my car up the
2: stairs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <yeah.
0: laughs> I feel like I need
2: to apologize. <laughs> I
0: no, apologize. it's fine. No, I enjoyed it. It was okay.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to like a little bit disagree that while I do think It was spooky. Especially at the beginning. I kind of almost agree with the I don't remember their name. The one star reviewer. Olivia, Olivia, sorry. The
0: second one?
3: Yes. That as it progressed it it lost its spookiness for me. Yeah. And I I wanted to be more scared. And I felt like only Mm -hmm. a little bit was I actually creeped out Mm -hmm. and the rest of the time I wasn't that it wasn't as spooky for me as I wanted it to be. I was no. hoping I for exactly more. I to be the
2: same.
0: Yes. No, when I ran up the stairs, that was in the beginning. <laughs> okay. That same, was, like, same. the first couple. And then after that, I mean, I was listening to it at night, and it didn't really matter.
2: Like, everything I read about it was people were like, this book is so scary! OMG! Oh, exclamation point! Exclamation no. point! And, like, where? Where is it spooky? Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. a, like, it was a little bit fresh. like. Like, I expected The Whisperman to be, like, more of a thing throughout the yes. whole thing, but it was, like, twice.
3: Because that is creepy. Yeah. The whispering at the window like, and stuff. <laughs> <my door? Whoa, laughs> <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> don't whisper outside my door. Whoa, that's scary. Chipotle delivering my food.
0: whisper outside my door. Right, yeah. They weren't like, emphasizing <laughs> that enough,
2: no. I felt.
0: Like, they should have been focused more on The Whisper Man, but I also felt like the middle of the book, we could have taken out a few chapters. Like, I felt like it was, like, creepier in the beginning. Yeah. And then it started to pick up towards the end. Like, I don't know. I think it was chapter 30-ish, maybe in the 20s, towards the end. But I felt like it was definitely starting to pick up. But I felt like the beginning and the end mm-hmm. were the better portions of the book. I don't know how you guys felt about it. but
2: I remember when I was looking for the one-star reviews, I saw someone else's. And I kind of agree with what they said. They were talking about how he just kept repeating all the stuff about the father and the son and the dad drinking and feeling bad. And then the father's like, oh, no, how do I communicate with my son? And the son's like, oh, no, how do I communicate with my dad? And it was just like over and over and over and over again, every chapter. And I was like, I get it. Like, I'm sorry, but I want to be scared. Can you scare me?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And just that whole concept of him whispering at yeah. your door I thought it was gonna be a huge focus I yes it was
2: I feel like cheated like I had like the <laughs> wool thrown over my eyes
0: right the book description sounds so good
1: and when you think like and like the rhyme like yeah it's it's really creepy like I think yes. I, I texted you guys <laughs> last night like my husband <laughs> knew nothing about this book and just like for fun after I finished it I was like if you leave a door half open soon you'll hear the whispers spoken he was like what the fuck <laughs> like, what? What? so it's like it definitely like had the potential i think be yes. way creepier than it was yes. like yeah. it was definitely like creepy and spooky but i was expecting more like when we read the winter people mm-hmm. yeah that was like so spooky and creepy mm-hmm. yeah and it just like didn't quite get to that which Mm -hmm. for me is actually like not a bad thing because like (laughs) I get like really scared and have like nightmares and stuff um but I actually felt like like at the beginning I just felt like it was sad I was like really sad about like the mom dying and like the whole like relationship with Tom and Jake was like really sad to me that they were Mm -hmm. both like you know sad and lonely but like they loved each other like can't you just like figure it out yeah right i don't know i wasn't expecting it to be like a little bit sad no me neither i wasn't either i don't know i mean i kind of like i liked it because of that and i guess i'm like lee where sometimes if it's like too spooky and too creepy it's mm-hmm. too much for me so
4: mm-hmm. this
1: is I guess it depends on what you wanted out of it, but for yeah. me, yes. I really liked the the family storylines in there and mm-hmm. for me, it was almost like towards halfway through to the end, the reason it was spooky was more based on like real life type family dynamics and like mm-hmm. things that really happen in real life like children getting abducted that to me is scary as shit like we oh, yes. know oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like I like for me the whole first person writing of Tom, Jake's dad that made me the whole book I felt like I was him and I was like Mm -hmm. I was having like a traumatic experience during the book because he has gone through all this trauma Mm -hmm. and like with his wife and his dad and obviously his son is having problems. And I, when I was getting towards the end or maybe like 75% of the way through, I literally had like knots in my stomach. Like I was having like a stress response because of what this character was going through. And for me, like... I really liked that part of it. I don't know why Mm -hmm. it might have just been like, again, my like mental state while I was reading the book, but it really, I really connected with it for some reason. I just, Mm -hmm. I really liked that. It just seemed very real to me. Obviously some Mm -hmm. parts of the book were not realistic, but just, just all those nuances and family dynamics and Mm -hmm. all of that was kind of like, it was just kind of raw and I liked that, I guess. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm i did like that like i thought mm-hmm. it was like refreshing like the honesty of tom and yeah. like how he felt like it was really hard for him and sometimes he just like needed to be alone like you said it was like raw and like i feel like a point of view that we don't get a lot mm-hmm. in stories it's always like right. the narrative of the parent it has to be like They always have to be, like, loving their lives as a parent. And, like, that's not always the truth. But Mm -hmm. I liked that, like, we knew he, like, loved Jake so much. But he also didn't love everything about being a single dad. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just, like you said, it was, like, real. And I liked that. And I have, like, a thing for single dads. I, like, (laughs) I just, like like dads even though it's weird like i don't i don't even think i want kids but something about like really involved dads is like like hot
2: <laughs> i mean i agree i wouldn't disagree with that yeah no. we have
1: some merch with this
2: on it like. <laughs>
1: But oh also, this is the patriarchy because nobody uh-huh. says that about single moms. Mm-mm. Yes. Like, no. that's True. That's, that's
2: like, that's it's expected w- yeah. of moms. But yeah. for a yeah, dad to show the bare minimum, it's like... Whoo. He gets yeah. accolades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Right.
1: Yeah, and I'm just contributing to that right now. <laughs> but... <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. Okay? You
2: can't... <laughs> yeah.
1: And I don't know about you guys, but for me, something else that is, like, really spooky to me in real life is when kids especially, but people of any age are demonstrating those kind of psychological
4: Mm -hmm. issues
1: where I'm like, does he have schizophrenia? Does he? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with him, but I was like creeped the fuck out by Mm -hmm. his imaginary friends and the voices he's hearing and the boy in the floor and like I'm not really sure what I was supposed to think about. Did somebody tell him about the boy in the floor or does he actually have like the sixth sense type thing or I don't really know what I was supposed to learn about that, but I was super creeped out.
2: Yeah, like, that was one of my notes that I was taking. Mm -hmm. Like, immediately I was like, is the little girl that he's seeing a ghost? Because, like, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure she's a ghost. Mm
4: -hmm. And then,
2: like, my last note is still, but how did he know about the body at the house? So I'm pretty sure he's seeing ghosts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think at the end, yeah, I think that's what confirmed that it was ghosts that he knew yeah okay, when pete died that mm-hmm. your daddy used to read that book to you or whatever
2: okay which i but enjoyed i, think I enjoyed that, that that was included that yeah. was like a supernatural mm-hmm. element
1: but i think that earlier in the story they wanted us to think that like maybe george aka francis david mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. is the one who had told him about the boy in the floor but it was kind of like a surprise at the end that he was actually seeing ghosts. I think.
2: Wait, you said George told him about the boy in the floor. Well, that because remember Tom, Tom
1: thought that somebody must have told him about the boy in oh, the floor and the butterflies at the door the one yeah. day, the one night, right? Okay. Or at school that George would have given given him the butterfly thing to copy and told him about. Mm, right, right. But right. really, he Jake was just talking and drawing about those things from his own accord. No, I guess nobody, but I wasn't sure. I guess I maybe should have realized the ghost thing at the end with Pete, but I did not realize that until you just (laughs) said it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it was like supposed to be a little bit of a question mark, but that's just how Mm -hmm. I interpreted it. But how, okay. So I have a question about that. How
3: would it be a question When the little girl is so clearly not there from the very beginning. are you just supposed to think he's talking to himself and doesn't realize it? Is that what
1: it is? I think so. Okay. Just like like a grief response or something. Got it. That's that's what I thought. It was like his subconscious or whatever, and he was actually just talking to himself. Okay. I thought that that was going to be what was revealed. Mm Mm-hmm. Because was he talking to himself when we heard the boy in the floor? saying will you play with me or whatever maybe oh yeah
2: there was that one part where his dad heard like he's like this is a different voice and i don't think that was ever like fully explained Mm -mm. because that part did creep me out i was like that was weird what is happening i don't like it
1: (laughs) and i don't like it it. (laughs) the ghost girl apparently woke up Mm -hmm. tom one time Mm -hmm. so are we also supposed to think that that was the ghost, or was that just him, like, Mm -hmm. being freaked out by the drawing and, like, you know, conjuring it up in his imagination? Mm -hmm. And then, because there were hints at the fact that Tom, when he was a kid, was similar to Jake and had, and I know we find out that, that Mr. Knight was actually his dad, but from the way Pete explained Tom, that when he was a kid, he also had these same kinds of personality traits so mm. then I didn't know are they both do they mm. both have a sixth sense or do they both have whatever this kind of
0: thing yeah. is
1: I don't know that's interesting I didn't even think about that and I have, an, I have a question if I'm going too much off topic though I can't wait <laughs> but why did he remember his dad throwing the glass I don't know and Pete says he didn't throw the glass remember Yeah. yeah I do remember like, um, I thought that we were going to have some kind of resolution about that. Like, I would really like to know. I guess yeah, I kind of really thought, happened. I thought maybe he was, um, just like
3: a sensitive boy whatever and, and, cause didn't Pete say that he was at a sleepover or yeah. something? Yeah, Yeah. But maybe because he learned what happened,
1: he like put himself there and was right. imagining it and couldn't get it out of his mind or something. And memories are malleable Like there's Mm -hmm. research on this You can like implant a memory That's Mm -hmm. not real So it could be that He just like That's what he thought happened But it didn't really happen And he has a fake memory
2: Yeah
3: But you're right It sounded like They were going to expand upon that more Mm -hmm. But then they never did Or I don't know why Mm -hmm. I said they He
1: (laughs) 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 Well maybe it is a they Because he's an anonymous author
3: Oh, yeah, I guess it's true. I was just looking through my notes, and I had made a note towards the beginning, going back to the little girl, about wondering if it was going to be his mom. But then later I thought maybe it was going to be Mary Fisher that that Victor Tyler had killed. um, Because they kept bringing up him, and like they mentioned it several times that he killed this girl. And I thought... Maybe the little girl was her, or maybe we would find out You know, his mom, Rebecca, had known her or something, and then it just, nothing came of that. That was probably red herring that I was think I fell for. <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's smart to me that you thought of that, because I
2: didn't think of that. Wait, can you remind me who you're talking about? Because I read this book literally after it came to me, because I mm-hmm. wanted to be spooky for spooky season, so it's been a couple weeks. Who's Rebecca again?
3: Rebecca's mom. the mom, Jake's mom, Tom's okay. wife, and then Mary Fisher. Oh, Mary Fisher is the little girl that Victor killed. Victor was um, in prison with Frank, and like that's who Norman went to talk to. Right. Like okay. Victor was the one that facilitated uh, Tony's remains, I guess, visitation. But that's that who dude he was killed. Fucking
2: weird, mm-hmm. Norman.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Are people really (laughs) like that? Because that is scary.
2: Probably.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay, I have another question, though. Do people in the UK regularly use chains for their locks on their doors? Like, do they not have, like, actual, like, locks? Because this was, like, a modern-day setting. Like, why would they be using a chain lock? I don't know. No. is that a thing maybe just because that house was old? older i, I don't they know refer- they referred to somebody else in the story who also had a chain lock now i forget maybe who was oh no. maybe
2: let's see i just like to point out a note that i took speaking of locking doors i said omg tom lock your damn door what is you doing every other chapter no! Tom was like did i lock the door i'm like i don't know maybe you probably fucking should lock the door like, there's a killer what? on the loose. Come on. Like... Get your shit together. I check the locked door, like, five times a night. Yeah. Like, I do a... not know if your is locked. with a child in the house. Get some the alarm. There's not
3: a killer on the loose.
1: Right. God. And I've got alarms on all my windows. Nobody's getting <laughs> in here without me knowing. Yeah. That was just, like,
2: what is... what What is happening right now?
3: I have another question. Um... I marked it down when... This is, like, not related to the story at all. It's just another question I had. When Tom was talking about... I don't know. He took a picture of Jake on the first day of school and realized he didn't have any old pictures because Rebecca's phone was locked.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Tom, couldn't he get into <laughs> her phone? Like yeah. even if it's
3: her fingerprint, yes. if he took it to the place and was like, She's my wife and she died, couldn't they let him in or something? Yeah, yeah.
2: I thought that was weird too. That was weird. Okay.
3: That. It was enough I made a note about it that yeah. I'm like, what? Why wouldn't he be able to get access to that?
1: Well, Tom doesn't well,
2: lock his doors, so who knows why he true. does anything that he does. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. also
1: like like yeah, I have a thumbprint But I also have a code and my husband knows it. Mm -hmm. Right. Did he really not have any way to get into his wife's phone? Yeah. Maybe that's the thing some people do for privacy. I don't know. You're right. Also, I I thought the same thing about like, how is it that he had never seen any of those old photos that Jake had in his packet of special things and how how could he have possibly not known where she grew up and where she was from? Yeah. That's weird to me. But it sounded like that that wasn't really, like, she associated a different place with where she grew up. But don't you think, like, if you're married to someone, you would still know, like, other places she lived? Mm -hmm. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Or also, like,
3: wouldn't he have gone through those boxes with Jake?
2: Right. That's my thought. Like, Jake just went through
3: them on his own and took stuff out of there? Like, that doesn't seem healthy. No. Mm -mm. He would be, like, six. Right. (laughs) Because he's seven. In present time,
1: so yeah, uh, that was a little weird to me. Yeah.
3: Also, the likelihood that his wife grew up there and his dad, yes, and he randomly moves there, like what? Right. That was a little yeah of a coincidence, but it's okay because you
2: know, well, it was fine. We don't need realism in our (laughs) books. Like, I just said that earlier.
3: I just said I didn't (laughs) need it to be believable. Oh, that was in the other episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's true I don't need it to be playful, but that was an awfully big coincidence mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: there are different degrees of what's realistic and what's not and this one I feel like yeah. was like too far not realistic <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I kept wondering closer to the beginning like could the killer somehow be Tom because they kept making references to like you know he just needed a boy to take care of and and we were getting all these things about how he felt like he wasn't doing it right with mm-hmm. jake and i was like is there some way this could work but like then it didn't work but yeah. it was obviously like a theme of like mm-hmm. father-son yeah. dynamics yeah. So
3: i also wondered at one point um, if Tom could have killed Rebecca, because, yeah, like, chill. she was supposed to pick up Jake, and then he specifically sat in the car and let Jake go in first, and, like, then he found her, and she was, like, suspicious, like, laying at the bottom of the steps, and I was just like, is this something? But it didn't really seem like it. There were just certain things that, that when they said, like, oh, he thought this or did this, and I was like, wait, could this be his setup? But... Then I quickly abandoned that
1: train of thought. But it was probably I meant to be, be. It was probably meant to be a red herring. I bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but why did she have a heart attack? What was wrong with her? Yeah. Really? I initially thought she like fainted and fell down the steps. That's what I thought. Well, that's what I thought until close to the end. They yeah, said they something mentioned about a, a heart attack. Right. Yeah.
3: I was really surprised by
1: that. And is that what happens, like, if you're having a heart attack, you, like, don't feel good? Like, is is that the process? I'm not sure. <laughs> she I was know. saying that, like, she didn't feel, you know, she felt, like, sick. I guess maybe. I'm not really sure. Or, like, dizzy. Is that a thing? Like, for women? I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, I know the symptoms are different for women sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like... So, it did sort of, it kind of went from being like a spooky, creepy book to then being more like a murder mystery. Although, mm-hmm. I felt like I was not really following the whole mystery. I don't know about you, but I mm-hmm. was not able to follow kind of like where Pete was making these connections about like, oh, he said it it begins where it ends and that kind of thing. I was like, I don't I I'm not, I'm drawing a blank. I don't understand where these things are coming <laughs> together. And then when You're not alone. Okay. <laughs> no, and then no. when when Francis, it was like, "Oh, well it's it's Frank Carter's son." I'm like, "What?" That, that to me that came out of like left field. I don't know. I just was not connecting the dots there. No.
0: No. I I, didn't that. I was
2: just enjoying the ride. I wasn't like part <laughs> of creating the ride. I was
1: like, "Yep, that yeah. makes sense." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just felt like I was playing catch up like what they're at Francis's house or whatever and I'm like I still am confused on how (laughs) we even got to Francis like I don't know
0: right yeah I feel like there were parts where I was just reading and then I would then something would happen that was a little bigger but it was like fluff like I don't really know what's going on Mm -hmm. keep reading
1: keep reading yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) okay now we got somewhere okay now keep reading
1: (laughs) right because normally like joe was saying i feel like normally i have some theories or what i'm speculating mm-hmm. i had literally zero the whole time i d- had no idea any i didn't have any guesses of who did anything no. i didn't think anything about like how his wife died none of that i just Mm-mm. and maybe it wasn't supposed to be that kind of book but it kind of felt like yeah maybe yeah. it, it could have been yeah what did it mean it begins where it ends what did With that his mean son like his son who knows i think what it's supposed to mean (laughs) i found this out like at the end i think but maybe i'm wrong that like frank carter the reason he killed all those kids was because he hated his son and he's saying Mm -hmm. it began with his son him hating his son and now it's ending with his son as the new murderer that you're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out who's the murderer that seems and it ends
3: with him killing his son at the very end yeah
1: yeah that was dark
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I had yeah. made a note. Like, <laughs> this is like my fourth note. I put Karen is sus. I was like, I don't know. She is like too chatty with Tom. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I, don't I know, liked I her. Thought maybe she was connected somehow.
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But also, why
1: was she, she always? Why was she always wearing that big coat? We never got an answer to that question. <laughs> no, no, no. I just really need to know.
3: I don't even don't remember know.
2: that. Oh, my gosh.
3: Was yeah. she always wearing a big coat? They yeah.
1: referenced it every time. She was wearing this big coat, and then at the end, like, or not the end maybe, but when they went out on their date or whatever, yeah. she wasn't wearing and it. it was supposed to always be warm out, and she had this coat on. Yeah, I really thought that was <gasps> going to be significant because of how often it was referenced.
2: Red herring, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it was just like
3: her coat is hiding, she's hiding in her coat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because <laughs> she's a reporter, so she has something to hide. But it wouldn't be hidden from anyone but Tom, so I don't, that That's doesn't true. make sense.
2: Maybe she just is cold
1: all the time, I don't know.
2: <laughs> but don't it was know.
1: treated, it was treated as if this yeah. is going to be significant. Yeah. yeah. And it was not. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I'm just getting stuck on little details for no reason.
2: Um. Speaking of Karen, this is another note I took. I said, "Why is Tom even going out for drinks and leaving his son with his estranged dad that he just barely, Mm -hmm. barely made up with? When there's literally been a bunch of creepy shit happening?" And I use that emoji that looks like this a ton Mm. of times. (laughs) But like, I don't know (laughs) what's (laughs) happening. Explain for the listeners <laughs> What yeah. the emoji. You know the emoji that's, like, there's the finger under the chin, and it's, like, very confused, like, like hmm. wondering what's happening? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hmm. the whom emoji. <laughs> You're absolutely right. That
1: seemed crazy.
2: He was like, I well, hate my dad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Here, have <laughs> my son. While kids are getting murdered. Like, what?
1: Uh, and I thought it was... A stretch that Pete would have accepted when he knew it was unprofessional and, like, unethical, basically. Yeah. And why did Pete give them the clear to go back to their house? That was fucked up. There's still a killer Uh on the loose who's clearly been at their house trying to get in. Like, why are you going to let them go back to their house? That didn't make sense. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. No. Because they knew at that point that Norman wasn't the killer. You're right.
1: But it was almost like they were keeping it from Tom. Like, he didn't seem to be super clear Mm -hmm. on that. I don't know. That was shady. But I really liked Pete, and then I was really sad when he got stabbed. Yeah, I liked Pete, too. Oh, I know. I didn't think he was going to be dead. I really thought he was going to, like, pull through. Mm -hmm. Me, too. And it was sad that they were, like, just starting to mend their relationship. Yeah. I agree. That really was sad. But I guess he lived to find out what happened to Tony Smith, right? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Was that kind of weird that there were, like, alive butterflies in the garage that has not been opened or have, like, a window opened in it? Like, how did those corpse moths that's what they are called, right? are not they corpse? Mm-hmm. How did they, like, get in there?
1: And then they were in the boxes that he opened? Yeah. I guess I was wondering if there was a way for them to get in and out since the box was, like, underground or whatever. Were they able to, like, yeah. get out somehow?
3: I'm surprised now that I'm thinking about that, like, that you mentioned this, that there would be live ones.
2: Yeah, I thought be, like, dead. Instead of just dead
3: ones. Right. Because I know they found dead ones, but, like, he was just a skeleton when they opened that box. So I wonder why they were still there. Yeah.
1: Well, are we made to believe that shortly before Tom and Jake moved in, there were still people going there and opening the garage door to get the box out? For people to, to do whatever they, they wanted know to do with was, the bones?
2: Is that right? Did they know it was, like, the people who were paying to, like be with the bones or whatever they knew it was in the garage at that point it wasn't like somewhere else and then they put it in the garage. well i don't know they knew
3: that it was wasn't it the people that lived there yeah like barnett and simpson were giving it to them oh right Mm -hmm. like the renters yeah yeah i mean yeah you're right because the what's his name barnett only was killed like that same year earlier that year so it wouldn't have been that long
2: Maybe that's just another, like, supernatural element to the book, like the ghosts are. That was interesting,
3: too. Like, how did those two get roped into showing the bones to people? I
2: don't know. I guess to make money? Maybe. Wait, so how did they know about it? Am I forgetting something that was mentioned in the book? Like, how did the renters know?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just figured it's equivalent to, like, how do people find out about drug dealers? I don't know. You know? That's it's like yeah. I do yeah. think about that a lot.
2: I'm like, I don't even know where I would go if I wanted to do anything. No. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I mean, people obviously know, but we code. don't know. No. And the I landlord, guess it's, like, word of mouth or something. Like, the yeah. landlord thought they were doing drugs. Yeah. So I think it's just yeah. some underground thing if you know, like, bad true. people. I don't know. I want to know what everyone rated it. I have been waiting for this
0: moment, so listeners, this is our first time ever not sharing our ratings with each other. You're and welcome.
4: We, said we weren't <laughs> going
0: to rate it. on am good rates.
3: I like this. It's it's I more interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw when Lauren posted it. I thought it was a mistake at first. I yeah, was I, just, be- I was just like. I'm into this. I'm reading it right now. Well, I saw that you posted that you read it, and it was super early, and then you didn't rate it. So I'm like, did she accidentally press red? (laughs) And then I was like, wait a second. We're not supposed to rate it. Oh, I hate (laughs) this. I
1: I honestly forgot. I I, forgot, and I legit would have put my rating if (gasps) I hadn't seen. Then I saw that Joe and Lauren had – Posted that they read it, but they have not rated it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. I, read it. I realized that I definitely like let yours oh, and other people's yeah. ratings influence me because oh, I yes. was feeling yes, like, lost. Like I wanted to like uh-huh. confer with what you all rated it. Right? It's like, was
0: this yes. bad? Do we all think it's bad, or do we all think it's really good?
2: Yeah, that's how I felt about Firefly Lane. I was like mm-hmm. five, and you're all like eh, three, and I'm like, did, did
0: I, miss I miss something? something?
1: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, who's gonna go first? Yeah. <laughs> Should we count to three and I'll say oh, okay. it Yes. 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 Okay. Oh my and hold up on your fingers when we say it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, I
1: Just say- you
3: <laughs> Wait. Oh, I saw it. Saw it. Say it and show it there. at the
2: time. <laughs> I'm like okay. laughing so hard. My eyes are like squinting. Okay. <laughs> i see it. Okay. Who's <laughs> counting? One, two. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> We three? Going? Right, okay, <laughs> on three. One, two, three. 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 <laughs> cool wow that regardless of us seeing each other's ratings on goodreads we are not influenced by each other's ratings and we <laughs> can still all have the same rating that's funny yeah <laughs> that was great
2: <laughs> oh my mouth really hurts from laughing that hard just now oh my gosh
1: i do want to say i liked it yeah i mean, yes. I've brought it this up before yes. but to me a three has a very wide range mm-hmm. like mostly it means i liked it but i didn't love it mm-hmm. yes. yes 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 i would maybe even say i gave it a 3.5 yeah
2: okay mine's a hard
1: three <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked, liked yeah. it i did I like just, it
2: I wanted it to be scarier, mm-hmm. but maybe that's my fault because I already, like,
0: listen to and watch a lot of scary things. No, mm-hmm. because I think that the description of the book makes it seem like it yeah. is going to be creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it was a letdown that it was not. Like, every part, like, in the beginning it says... If you leave the door half open, soon you'll hear the whisper spoken. Dot, but only dot, two dot. times in the book, because that's all the times that it happens. Right. And literally, the beginning of the description and then the last sentence in the description, he hears a whispering at his window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah.
1: I did. I thought it was going to be more of, like, a thriller, mm-hmm. yeah. and it wasn't really. It was, right. like, more of, I guess, like, a mystery. Like yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Even like the mystery, mystery was kind yeah. of... But the mystery not. was, like, also a letdown. It wasn't, like... Yeah. Yeah You know? It was, like, anticlimactic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. That's the perfect word for it, I think. Yep. Yeah. I was expecting, like, a, you know, crazy twist or, like, a huge, mm-hmm. like surprised and mm-hmm. I was just gonna have to keep you know like mm-hmm. a page turner and it mm-hmm. wasn't really that in yeah. all mm-hmm.
0: honesty I thought I they have a he has a second book yeah like yeah, after have on this one ever
2: what is it called the shadow men
0: or something? yeah With and I thought yeah. I was like I am going to love this book so much and I'm gonna read the next one and now I'm like do I want to yes I, I
2: mean I still have it on hold but like
0: yeah like, I didn't like, like, I thought they were going to, there was going to be a cliffhanger at the end, mm. and I was going to want to read it, and it was going to be thrilling and scary and exciting, and <laughs> it was not.
2: Well, the second so, book, is the second book related, or is it I'm a not sure. Story?
0: It, the cover looks almost exactly the same, so I thought that it would be.
2: I'm looking at it right now. Uh, let's see. And yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Is
3: it by his same
2: name, or is it under a different? Like yeah, name? it's oh, yeah. Alex North.
0: Yeah, it's the same name.
2: Here, the sha- Oh, the shadows. It doesn't seem called. like it's related. Mm-hmm.
0: No. No. It's weird that they would he would use the or they would use the almost the exact same cover.
2: I guess they just like their illustrator.
0: I guess so. <laughs> I like it.
2: I, I really like the cover of the Whisper
0: Man. I do too.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize at first that. The hand was like a butterfly. Yeah. Like didn't, it took me a minute. Oh. I didn't realize until like I finished the book. Neither did me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
3: realize until
2: right now. So. I'm sorry, it's well, a corpse moth, actually. Oh, I, right, yeah. A butterfly. A butterfly a but I
1: thought it really was a butterfly, didn't he say? That the it was moth, a moth is. Uh, but didn't he say wait, that a corpse uh, moth is technically a butterfly? Let's go. I find think out. so. So, Lauren, I yes. thought that you were going to give it like five stars because you told us way back like a month ago that you had finished it and you had read it in two days. Because was it made like, me oh want shit, that to means that, like page- she loved it.
2: Yeah, I could see how you would think that because mm-hmm. I wanted to love it and I was mm-hmm. like page turning in the hopes that something twisty and super creepy and like paranormal was going to happen. Yeah, and then it didn't
1: it mm-hmm. was I just thought in general though it was a really fast read too like it did yeah. not no, take it me was. Long yeah. to get through it it was mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean I did like it it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. yes I agree like maybe I would have rated it higher if they didn't talk about how scary it was going to be but like bookstagram told me I was going to be scared out of my mind
1: and <laughs> <Yeah>. I
0: wasn't <laughs> I think they need to change their description of the to me. book to be honest <laughs>
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know about anyone else, but I could use a refill on wine. How is everyone liking their wine, by the way?
0: Loving it. So good.
1: Five stars.
0: Absolutely. Me too. Four out of five, but I'll probably buy another bottle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mine's delicious. I wish they sold it here in Ohio. I would definitely buy more. Five out of five. I agree. I really like mine too. I'm going to say five out of five for mine. What has everybody been reading?
0: So, I've been reading one book that I'm reading right now, which it'll be a book that I'll be reading for a very long time. Um, It's called Reaching and Teaching Students in Poverty. And this is a book that I'm reading at my school. We're doing a little book study for one of my committees. I'm reading, I always have my third grade read aloud that I'm doing. And then I did read It's the one that you read, Joe. What's the name of it?
3: Oh my gosh, it's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> Shit Actually. Yeah,
0: so that'll be a great oh. transition for you to
3: talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I've read a couple books, but my favorite of what I read was Shit Actually by Lindy West, one of our podcast favorite authors. Yeah. And it just came out and it is fantastic. I highly recommend it, 5 out of 5. It was hilarious, and it's a, a great escape from, like, the seriousness of the world right now. Absolutely. Um, I highly recommend.
0: And we both rated it 5 out of 5, so...
1: I can't wait to <laughs> read it.
0: It's really not good. I really like, too, the fact that all the movies that she was talking about, you didn't have to actually watch the movies. Like, she was still funny, you know?
1: That was oh, yeah. my question, because I'm not really, like that big of a movie person, but you think Mm -hmm. I would still like it? Mm -hmm. I think so. It made me actually want to
2: to watch some of the movies I haven't seen
1: just because
3: her reviews were so funny Mm -hmm. of them. Mm
2: -hmm. So I read a book that I think a lot of listeners will probably have read, and I think most of the book club has read, I read *Gone Girl* by Jillian Flynn. Finally, oh, yay. yay! That was a wild flip and ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I gave it a four. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's Maybe that'll dark, have to be
0: my next book read. I'm trying to figure so out. Good. Next so one. good.
1: It's really good. You should definitely read it. Okay. As soon as possible. Yeah, and then we
0: can do a happy <laughs> I have hour so episode. many yeah. though that are I need to read as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are giving me, like, a list of, like, ten that I have that are, like, I must read as soon as possible. <laughs> but it's okay.
1: Actually, the only book I've finished since last time is The Whisperman. This past month has just been, like, very chaotic and overwhelming. Like, I just moved a couple of weeks ago. I honestly don't even know where my books are because everything's still in <laughs> boxes. Oh i had like organized it all nicely i'd put like all the books that i had wanted to read coming up together i had put all the ones that i'm borrowing from lynn currently Mm -hmm. together and i don't know where anything is (laughs) so (laughs) i still have some unpacking to do um but i'm hoping to read some more in the next month
0: yeah and moving's crazy so that's totally understandable Mm.
1: This was also an off month for me. Honestly, like, I don't really have an excuse. I can't even tell you what I was doing instead of reading. It's just been, (laughs) like, obviously with the election, that was just, like, a really overwhelming and stressful time. And before the week before that, my school, we thought we were going to be remote. And so then we had to do all this prep. And then it turned out we weren't going to be remote. So then we had Mm -hmm. to backtrack and do all this other prep. And just all these things have been going on in the world that have just... Mm -hmm. kind of overtaken my life this past month and I didn't watch tv I didn't read I don't know I just I can't even tell you what I did (laughs) but
0: (laughs) that's okay
1: yeah yeah next month should we pick our book for next time Yeah. yes yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm.
2: so this time it was my genre pick and I was inspired by all the fun slightly dumb and cheesy holiday rom-coms that netflix has been like premiering now so i decided our genre pick was going to be like a holiday a holiday rom-com or like holiday chicklet. should i tell you guys my pick first then yeah. yeah yeah okay so i have been seeing this all over bookstagram it's called in a holidays by christina that's mine oh if this oh! book doesn't get picked, I'm leaving Book Club, okay? I'm leaving. Well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously. Yay! I'm I so excited. That one. And this
0: is a runner up for the Goodreads Choice 2020 nominee. Oh, is it? I saw that. Oh, yeah. really? What is it it's called again? For the best Anna holidays,
2: but holidays is spelled H oh. O L I D A Z E. It's very I got clever, it. you mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this sounds cute. Should I read it? I'm going to read it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but not for Maylynn Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her going nowhere job, and has just made a romantic error of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the last Christmas May will be at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin where she and her family have spent every holiday since she was born, along with two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, Mae throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please, show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech and metal collides. Everything goes black. But when Mae gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound for Utah where she begins the same holiday all over again. With one hilarious disaster after another sending her back to the plane, Mae must figure out how to break free of the strange time loop and finally get her true love under the mistletoe. Jam-packed with yuletide cheer, an unforgettable cast of characters, and Christina Lauren's trademark, downright hilarious, Helen Huang, author of The Bride Test, Hijinx, this swoon-worthy romantic read will make you believe in the power of wishes and the magic of the holidays.
1: Mm. Yay. So it's like a, like a Groundhog Day situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds fun. I saw a Netflix... Maybe. Or maybe it wasn't Netflix, but I saw a holiday movie like that, that it was like a Groundhog Day thing.
2: Oh, really? Is it was like yeah. a holiday thing?
1: Yeah, it was like Christmas time and this woman kept starting her day over and over again. Oh. I mean, it's different, it but it was- familiar. Hmm. But it was definitely a Groundhog Day scenario. Anyway, sounds good. That's funny that you all three have the same pick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think well, we've had three people before, have we? No. Like, I don't maybe think. We, yeah, so.
1: didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like maybe it was the Chimamanda Ngozi. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that her mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Aditi yeah. Americana or no the the purple, purple hibiscus mm-hmm. or what? One of those that didn't get mm-hmm. to didn't them? Lauren and Lynn and me mm-hmm. all pick. Oh, Did, wasn't there a rupee car mm-hmm. uh, uh, milk and honey? Three people yeah, too, but we weren't using the same system then.
3: We weren't.
1: Oh. No. But didn't we all just, like, pick it? Like, we didn't put it in an Oh, I can't app. remember. Okay, no. sorry. But I think that Lynn and I also have the same pick. No. Rule, oh. You ch- oh, well, that would be we new. We might have been talking about it <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. We only accidentally have two have books us. for choice. <laughs> okay, well, let's hear it. This is a throwback. Oh, I don't oh. Oh. Can you guess? Oh! Oh! yeah <laughs> oh, nice i want
2: to my, read that too my friend yeah. gave it
1: to me to borrow so i just knew i wanted to pick it because i already have it currently <laughs>
2: <I'm> a friend, <laughs> that's a good so. i respect that perfect
1: okay. okay. i don't know if it's like a comedy like a rom-com or if it's more just like chiclet yeah, i'll accept
0: wait that. is it that's last
1: so. last day in december one, one day. day in december one day okay i was saying coming Silver. up Here's the description. Two people, 10 chances, one unforgettable love story. Lori is pretty sure love at first sight doesn't exist anywhere but the movies. But then through a misted up bus window, one snowy December day, she sees a man who she knows instantly is the one. Their eyes meet, there's a moment of pure magic, and then her bus drives away. (laughs) Certain they're fated to find each other again, Lori spends a year scanning every bus stop and cafe in London for him. But she doesn't find him, not when it matters anyway. Instead, they reunite at a Christmas party when her best friend Sarah giddily introduces her new boyfriend to Lori. It's Jack, the man from the bus. It would be. What follows for Lori, Sarah and Jack is 10 years of friendship, heartbreak, missed opportunities, roads not taken, and destinies reconsidered. One day in December is a joyous, heartwarming, and immensely moving love story. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 I think we've maybe established that I'm not like the biggest chicklet fan, so we'll see how this goes. I was just gonna say, like, I know I picked it, but like <laughs> listening to the description again, I'm like, oh my god, really? <laughs> but, but
3: it's a Reese for their spoon book club. Yeah, it it is. can't be terrible, right?
1: And I don't hate chiclet. Like I might like mm-hmm. it. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, are we ready to pick? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I've got them set up. I
1: wow. Which
3: one? Only two books. That's kind
1: of crazy. Yeah. More. I'm scared. Okay, ready? I have no stake okay. in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which
3: book is I don't really care. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm starting it. And it's going, it's going, it's going. One day in December. Oh. Nice.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to read that, though. What? Ew. Wait, that was... We talked about this book last November when we had her. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was when Marie was, like, going on about how she doesn't like mm-hmm. chicklets. Mm-hmm. She
2: <laughs> the <to> chicklet. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
3: Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we recommend The Whisper Man. And then meet us next week. Month for one day in December.
2: Hey everyone, uh, editing Lauren here. Wanted to give you all a heads up that this will actually be the last full-length episode of our first season. Uh, there will be a happy hour episode out in two weeks, um, but after that we're going to take a little bit of a break. But you can follow us on social. Um, we are Drink a Book Pod on Instagram, and if you want to chat with us, you can reach us at drinkabookpod at gmail And we will be back with new episodes um, in the future. See ya. Bye.
0: Here's to another book club. Cheers. Cheers!